welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. You are about to hear a very special three-part series about my adventures through DragCon LA 2022. I had such an incredible time in Los Angeles, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. I recorded the majority of the interviews on the floor of the Los Angeles Convention Center, so if you hear some loud noises in the background, well, that's the DragCon experience for you. And I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. I am here with one of my absolute favorite drag queens in the entire world, Janie JK. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? Nice to meet it's, you. Finally. I know it's been too long, but I am here. How is it being in LA, getting to meet all the fans from around the world? It's amazing, and it's not just the fans; it's also the other queens because yeah. you don't get to travel for so long. Now we can finally meet all these girls, and it's been fabulous. It's been amazing. First day was great. We're gonna have an amazing second day. We have all the panels, mm-hmm. so let the shade begin. I am so excited to go to your panel uh, at 11 today. I'm ex- excited because I'm sure there's going to be some drama. Well, I, I'm expecting <laughs> some drama. I would love it. I love drama. Bring I, it on. I also would love let's, to... S- let's put Pangina, Jimbo together. Absolutely. Right next to each other. Absolutely. And then me and Mo. And I would <laughs> love to see a revival of We Like to Party. Oh yeah! I mean, we did it. We did it at Mickey's last mm-hmm. Monday, and it was so cute. But we're start touring next week, so we might do that. <gasps> oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, I, I really think um, for us Americans, we've known that song through Six Flags. I feel like a month after your performance, Saturday Night Live did a sketch with uh, We Like to Party. Oh, they did. They did. Oh my god. With gosh. Lizzo. Oh, cute. Yeah, that's I'll, so cute. I'll send it to you. It it's funny, funny how that song is still so current. It mm-hmm. still feels so current, and it's been what yeah. 20, 30 years. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So I have been covering all of the international seasons, and I feel like you are one of the queens that you transcend all countries. You are probably the most international drag queen there is. Thank you. But when it comes to Dutch drag, how would you describe Dutch drag? Uh, Dutch drag is it's very diverse. So it's for a very small country. We have a very diverse scene. There's a lot for everybody. Uh, we have the pageanty type of girls. Mm-hmm. What I do, very American influence. It's a very creative vibe. Uh, very queer, bearded queens, uh, young queens, and it's all very mixed and all working together. Uh, so you wouldn't like in here. It's like every state has a sort of a type of a vibe. For us, it's just all and everything. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I've had Skylar Versailles on my podcast before. She um, has talked so highly of you. Oh, I love Skylar. Um, She's amazing. Now, you are going on tour. Um, What can we expect to see? Oh, amazing things. I'm very, I'm very, very blessed to be working with Voss next week. Uh, so we have all the girls from the UK from the season, of course, my international sisters. So it's just going to be a fabulous show, and it's going to be one with dancers, which I love doing so much. And I hope we can get it into the show that me and Panjana can do a little duet. I, but I, I am promising you, but we're hoping. We're hoping. That's amazing. Well, 
I am so honored to finally meet you. Same. It was so great chatting. Thank you. Thank for you. This. See you at the panel. All right, Divalinas, I am here with the one, the only, Cheryl Hole. How are you? I am fabulous, baby. How are you? I am doing incredible. It's such an honor to meet you. You meet very, very briefly at DragCon 2019 when I wasn't allowed to do press interviews with your cast, but we're here now. Bastards. I know, right? <laughs> How has it been coming back um, after a little bit of a hiatus for DragCon? Do you know what? I feel like it's been the perfect amount of time to get people excited again, but also make people feel comfortable and safe to yeah. be meeting people. Because look, if you throw us in the deep end, lots of people will be very tentative and whatnot. And I feel very comfortable to be sitting here in my little botanical garden and just give all the love back to the deep leaners that have made me so happy these last couple of days. I love it. So we have a mutual friend, Maddie Parks, yes. who did um, incredible photos of some of your looks. Um, do you have a favorite look from UK vs. the World? Do you know what? I loved my entrance look because mm -hmm. it was actually, the feathers were from, from my finale look from season oh, nice. one. So it was like the phoenix rising from the ashes of the finale of season one. So I really wanted that full circle moment, the growth, the evolution from what it was. And did you see that Jade's opening look from the Little Mix tour is... Uh -huh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but like, it's it's just one of my favorite looks. But I also love my cat look as much as Michelle hated it. I loved it. It was so smart. Marie from the Aristocats. She is the sassiest little bitch cat in the world. Absolutely. Okay, so you mentioned Little Mix. Are, are, are they're not breaking up, right? They're they're coming back, right? I mean, Jade was a guest on the the episode where we did break up bye bye, so I can't confirm. Not sure. No, they're just gonna they're just gonna take a little break. Yeah. Like we're all human, we all of like course. to grow and evolve as artists and just do our own things. And I think it's like the perfect time. The girls want to be mans, mm -hmm. and they just want to do their own thing. And I'm sure Jade is gonna put some sickening gay bops out. Absolutely, that's probably the biggest travesty is that they don't come to the US to to tour. Hey, I think it's a travesty that the gays failed them over here. It, it, honestly, we did. We really did. Do you have a favorite Little Mix song? Uh, I love Power. Mm -hmm. I love Sweet Melody. I love Move. But I also love Wings. Like, it's yep. the OG. Absolutely. So you are going to be touring America? Yes! Um, any cities you're excited to see? So I went to Chicago earlier this year and I fell in love with the city. I'm so excited. But I'm also excited to go to Dallas because one, it's stinking hot. Yep. Two, Texas people are always the biggest partiers and know how to have a good time. But I know this sounds really cliche. I'm looking forward to going to Washington, D.C. just to see the White House. Absolutely. I'm a tourist. I love being a well, tourist. Well, luckily there's a lot of free museums in D.C. So you can go see a lot of museums as oh, well. Yeah. We've got a day off. Yeah, absolutely. Now, any other big projects coming up? They're allowed I, to share. I can't confirm nor deny if there's anything in the pipeline. No, there's absolutely nothing in the pipeline. I'm just continuing being the fabulous diva that I am, hustling, working, and just making sure that this whole is seen worldwide. What about a Gals Allowed reunion? Hey, we did a, we did a Gals Allowed show the other day on a cruise ship. It was crazy. We were trying to perform and the ship was rocking, but no, it's definitely in the works for yep. another round, so. I, I have to say I'm in love with you. I love Kitty. She's a good friend of mine now. She loves the podcast. So I am so honored to have gotten a chance to speak with you. And likewise, baby. And Kitty, if you're listening, we hate you. <laughs> Hi, 
I am here with the gay ass bitch, Joey J. How are you? What's up, bitch? I'm good. Uh, to finally get to meet you. Thanks for coming over. Of course. How has DragCon been? This is now officially day two. It's amazing. It's so surreal. You know, we just were pretty much getting out of this pandemic, mm -hmm. and there's been so many seasons since, but it's so cool to just be here and see all these brand new girls come out the gate. Everyone is bringing it. Everyone yep. literally looks amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool to be able to do things in person and to have like such a safe space to live my full gay ass bitch fantasy. Absolutely. Now, is there anyone you got to meet for the first time that you kind of gagged over? You know, yes. I mean, I've got Carmen right next to me. Mm -hmm. Crystal's right behind me. Like, there's just so many icons that are walking around, and it's just so fun because, like I said, it's such a safe space. Everyone's turned on, but at the same time has their guard down, and it's yeah. just like a really big family, and we're all kind of in it together, so yeah, there's icons everywhere, and I'm gagging. It's hard to not fangirl. Absolutely. Now, you had some iconic moments on your season. Do you have a favorite moment of your own? Do I have a favorite moment mm -hmm. for my season? Yeah, um, I had such a good time putting the Phenomenon verse together. Yeah. I love just choreography and writing lyrics, and so I thought I thought that was like the challenge for me. I had a blast doing mm -hmm. it, and because of it, now it's like a brand, the gay mm -hmm. ass bitch. So I'm. Really Did you come it. in knowing that was going to be your catchphrase? No, I didn't. Um, we had to write some lyrics down. And here I am, just in my hotel room, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be that girl. And I was just writing it down. I'm like, I'm a gay ass bitch, and I'm like, I like how that sounds. Hey, lemon. See, I, I, every time I do a recap now, I tell the listeners, anyone who wants to go on Drag Race, that's part of the sewing challenge rule. You need to have lyrics ready to go. Yeah. I mean, so I kind of cheated, and I had a lot of words mm -hmm. already pre-planned that all rhymed. As you should. So I was like, okay, what rhymes with sickening? And I just had like a whole list of all these words. And so then I brought it, and then I'm like, okay, let's, let's take some time and write this. Is there going to be music in the future? You know, I've been thinking about it. I didn't want to at first. And someone actually told me, I was like, well, I'm not really a singer. And she's like, maybe nobody's a singer these days. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Let's no. put a sick beat together. And I'm totally down. It's it's kind of incredible. Drag Race has opened up music for queer artists. And I think we need more of it. It really has. I feel like if I did, I would I, I would go like more like a Charlie XCS mm -hmm. vibe. Yeah. Or maybe even like the polar opposite and do something like kind of housey, like what Alaska did. Absolutely. But yeah, more to come. Amazing. Well, any other projects you want to share with the audience? Oh, we can't share those things, baby. <laughs> well, it is an honor to talk to you. And I have to say, I think you are the trade of the entire franchise. Oh my gosh. You're, you're too kind. You're so funny. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. I am here with Drag Race UK superstar Something Wong. Hello. Hi. I'm doing really well. How are you? How are you? I, I'm doing well. It's day two. So far. You know what? I'm enjoying it more that I'm wearing a long dress and you cannot see that I'm wearing flats. You know what? I have seen a lot of queens today in long dresses, not only for flats, but because they don't have to tuck. Oh, yeah. You know what? No, I'm tucked on it. Under this, wait, wait. If you can see, fully attacked. Oh, oh, okay. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. up, Stunning. Up, up to the, to the vagina. <laughs> so, you really were one of the trendsetters for Drag Race UK in season one. What is it like seeing um, the second two seasons come out? Okay, so like the second two seasons, it's like, so one of my really good friends is Tia. Mm -hmm. Tia Coffee season two, breakout star, yep. relative it. Um, but we've always had this thing where like, we, we've always worked together and things. Like on the cabaret scene, 
So a lot of the queens that I've worked with are now getting on the show and getting the recognition that they're finally getting. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. Like, we have uh, since season three queens and like a couple of. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not allowed to say that. But uh, like I said though, but um, I've known Tia for so many years. And yeah. Managed to see her on TV finally. It was like what's well, so good for me, and I hope that carries on. Absolutely. With all these amazing queens that everyone needs to see. I'm sure the American girls are the same. That Absolutely. Like, Detox knows every single girl from every season because she is old. And you can tell her I said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to go chat with Tia because I know um, she's a huge Doctor Who fan. Oh, I'm an, I'm a new Whovian, oh, so really? I'm very excited. I need to oh, know her she, opinion I, on our 14th Doctor. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am versed in that. If you want to talk to me about YouTube, I'm, I'm here for it. How about Eurovision? Watch, Eurovision? I haven't watched any this year. Today's the finals. I know, I know, but the thing is, I'm in New York. Normally, I've been watching it every single day. I'm doing like Eurovision parties. Like, like, like I said, me and Tia are really good friends because last couple of years before, like before Drag Race, we would we booked Emily to Forest to play at a Eurovision event that we had like had at a club. Yeah, and that's how obsessed we are with Eurovision. But no, like this, you know, I'm, like like I said, I love these. I love all these girls. Yeah. And it's so nice to see it. Like, I'm always going to be season one. They're always going to be like, you'll remember forever. But you know what? When season 17 comes around, no one knows their names. I'm just like, I'm still one man. Absolutely. <laughs> so what fun projects are you allowed to talk about that's coming down the line? I have been working very hard on my music. Amazing. two singles so far, one last year, one this year. But now I have my whole album ready. I'm just finding the perfect time to release it with an upcoming tour. Um, it's been really exciting. I've been working really hard on it. And it's like... I think like Vivian said it in one of her interviews, she's like, I don't want to sing about heels and moves. Yeah. Like, I'm singing about heartache. Like, this song is like pain. I want to be like the Dragonette. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been finding is all these amazing drag artists are bringing queer music to the forefront. Yeah. Like, I, I, want, to, I want to be a girl, I want to be a sign. Like, I want to be yeah. like that. Like, I, I think drag is just a vessel for like to create music and things. Like, create art. We all do different things. Do you have a dream collaborator? Oh, dream collaborator. Oh, it'll probably be Adele, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Adele, you know what? Actually, why did I say Gaga? No, it is definitely Adele. Yeah. She, she's she's a she's a UK bird. Do you know what I mean? So who are you wearing today? I'm wearing Bang London. Mm -hmm. They did. Uh, if you've been watching the Little Mix tour that they've been yep. doing, oh, yeah. they all of their outfits. Um, they're doing. If you've seen Taste, I'm not hearing them. If you've seen <laughs> if you've seen Taste, she's wearing Bang London as well. Incredible. Design. Absolutely. That's incredible. That's incredible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am so excited to hear your music. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, uh, thank you. Keep an eye on my socials, and I'll be announcing all of them soon. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you, So I picked her as my winner pick when the cast was revealed. It is Juicebox. How are you? Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> Honestly, justice for Juicebox. It's true. Yeah. She did the work for she you. Got, I got my justice. <laughs> How are you? Welcome to DragCon. I'm great. I'm really, really good. It's fun. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time because the last time I did DragCon was 2019 in New York. Okay. Um, and it's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. But you know what? The pandemic almost feels like no time. So mm -hmm. it's just like, you know what? We just blinked our eyes and now we're here. Absolutely. So I got to talk about you on my podcast when I did the season preview with uh, a good friend of yours, Courtney Conkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I heard that. I and, listened. Yeah. And I gushed, obviously. But 
what is it like to now officially be a Rue girl in drag dragon? It's I still don't really get it. Like all of these, it was kind of cool because like yesterday before we did the Queens walk, I was absolutely freaking out. Yeah. And then like queens that I've like been watching for years or I think are really cool or anything were also equally freaking out. And like when they knew my name, I was just like, this is like both humbling and like so fucking strange. Like at one point, Lady Camden was just like, hey, can we take a picture for like my friend? He really likes you. And I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> who? What? What the I love fuck, that. Hey, who, who have you gotten to meet that you've idolized for so long? Uh, do you know who I got to meet? I met Sony, Kylie mm-hmm. Sony Love. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I met Kylie and I walked up to her when it was our setup day and I was so nervous that all I did was grab her by the arm and go, I love you. <laughs> And then Bosco, I lo- I'm like obsessed with Bosco. I walked up to Bosco and I just held her hand. And she looked at me and I went, I just need this. I love like, that. Okay. I saw her in the elevator lobby um, yesterday. I was like, hello. Not, she yeah. just came out. And she was she's like, so sweet. hi. Yeah. yeah, she's so cool. Have you gotten to meet Pandora Box? I've met Pandora before, but I have not. No relation? No relation. I know, I should really change my name. Uh, but... <laughs> So, who are you wearing? This is stunning. This is my, uh, this is like a gold fringe thing by my friend who makes a lot of my costume snakes in Orlando. Mm-hmm. He's a designer in um, Toronto. He actually made a bunch of the designs for Aubrey Levine's tour. Oh, cool. That's happening right now in Canada. Uh, that's the most fucking Canadian thing you're going to hear. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's a good album, too. Uh, it is. Really I'm good. I'm a little bit more of an I'm with you kind of girl. Fair, fair. But I'll vibe. Yeah. How would you describe Canadian drag? Um, I would describe Canadian drag as, it's got all, I think, all the same aspects of the American drag, but I feel like we sort of, we're like workhorses, because we have to kind of hustle a little bit more, because it's like, we don't have 400 million gay bars, like, you can't just, like, blink your eye and you're at a new fucking Roscoe's, you know? You've got to, like, we only have a select few, so we've really got to, like, hustle for those games. So I would say that we work our asses off, and we're prettier. (laughs) <laughs> now you are a streamer. You are on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. I don't know. I just love streaming. It was I'm, I was already sitting down and I was already playing video games, so I thought, well, might as well like stream and have a connection with my fans, have a, an ability to kind of find something that's a little bit more of a niche that's outside of the drag race realm. And I really feel like it's implanted me in this sort of space and really made a name for myself outside of just the girl that got sent home first on Drag Race right. or Canada's Drag Race. Obviously, you've, you've brought the streaming to your booth. Brilliant move. Because now you get to sit all day. I get to sit all day. And then you get to sit too. I you love it. For yourself. I, I'm here for it. And I love the pink. It's so sweet. What is next for Juicebox? Um, well, right now, after this, I'm going to Chicago to do a few shows there. Nice. And then I've got just shows all over Canada. Pride season's coming up. I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling. Uh, if you're someone who really likes gaming, I'm going to be doing a gaming convention in awesome. New York called Gaming Live. So it's just hustling and working. I hopefully want to go to Europe really soon. I really want to do DragCon UK. So yeah. I've got plans. I'm a hustler, bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Gigs. Well, it was so wonderful chatting with you. It was so nice meeting you. Thank you for coming by. I appreciate it. Once upon a time, she was a New York queen, and now she's an international superstar. It's Nikki Doll. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a while since I saw you, and you know what? It's so good to see you. I Have we seen each other since COVID? Since the pandemic? No. Yeah. It's yeah. been at least two years. And for the listeners, there was a time when you were going to do a recap of 
drag race on the show. We never made it happen, and then you went on vacation. <laughs> and then I went on vacation, and now people are going to do a recap of my season on Drag Race Friends. Mm -hmm. I'm, I am very excited. Now, what are you allowed to tell us about it? Um, not much, but what I, I'm going to take some liberties. I already shot the season. It's already Great. in the bag. It's iconic. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really excited for you guys to experience French drag. I am only one layer of it, and there's so many other type of queens. And I think it's a really good representation of the spectrum of French drag. That's amazing. How would you describe French drag? Uh, fashion, mm -hmm. camp, and incredibly dry when it comes to humor. Now, obviously, I do not speak any French. I'm going to have the subtitles on. Yes. What key phrases do I need to know ahead of time? Uh, Doll is très belle. Okay, what does that mean? Nikido is beautiful. Oh, obviously. If you say that every day, then you're good. I mean, you are a fashion queen. Who are you wearing now? And I think I was a fashion queen when I was a simple size. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> fashion queens are coming all sizes. So Absolutely. Like uh, who are you wearing right now? I am wearing a local designer from Italy who designed, uh, his name is Kelly Rocha. Mm -hmm. And he made this dress inspired by Mugler. Uh, Amazing. And yeah, just giving you a little goddess moment. And that was actually the reunion look that I wore for season 12 on Zoom. So you just saw that part. Well, so speaking of that, this is now officially all of your coming out party at DragCon. What is it like to be able to meet the fans? Well, you know, the thing is, when you do Drag Race, you realize the amount of fans you have with your numbers on Instagram. But once you start hugging every single one of them, you really realize how much of an impact you have on people's yeah. life. And it's really humbling. It's just beautiful. We get to do it without masks. I can finally see faces. It's, it's great. I am so excited for you and uh, Drag Race France. Thank you. It's going to be a blast. And, you know, I'll be talking about you every week. Hey, I'm excited for Thank it. I'm you. excited for you guys to see you. I, I am so excited. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. Thank you so much. Is she the drama? Of course. It's Scarlet Envy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. How's LA treating you? I'm good. I'm really good. It's nice to be back in person with everyone. Yeah. I think the first time I got to see you on stage was Sasha Valor's uh, nightgowns, or the first one after filming. Oh, and yeah. um, was I wearing all black? I I don't or was think that so. Gold, maybe? I think it was the it was the gold. Yeah. Because um, I the carry the weight opening number was one of the best oh, performances yes, with the, with the, yeah. I had ever seen. Um, what is it like to perform at something like nightgowns? Um. Well, that's a long time ago. I haven't yeah. done a Nikon's in years, yeah. um, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. How has it been being able to see all the fans in, uh, in person now that COVID is kind of behind us? Um, it's been lovely. I, I get to see a lot of new people who've never been to DragCon before. A lot of these queens have never been yeah. to DragCon before. And then, of course, there's regulars who come every year, and uh, it's very special to see. It feels like a reunion. Yeah. Is there anyone you got to meet for the first time that was really exciting? Um, well, I mean, it's hard to see the new girls because they're, you know, so busy and it's all so new. Um, but I love Orion's story. I think she's kooky and fun. She makes a lot of what she wears, uh, which is important to me, and I love that aspect of drag. Um, yeah. So I, I do recaps of all the shows, and I have to say, I think you were so robbed. But I think Thank what you, was love. really beautiful is you got to share your family story through your art. What was yeah. it like being able to share all that on screen? 
Um, it was a vulnerable moment that didn't really pay off for me. So, you know, that's a complicated question to answer, yeah. um, but I wouldn't do anything differently. Yeah, um, I love the dress with my grandparents' love letters. I was able to talk about, um, you know, both of my moms and how the amazing support I've had for my family. Um, it doesn't always have to be tragedy. Right. Um, it just maybe doesn't make for uh, great TV <laughs> when it's not tragic. And that's okay. But yeah. it, was, it was really empowering to me to see that kind of story on the screen. Thank you for saying so. So what's up next for Scarlett? Well, we're working on a lot of things. Uh, for now, she's just trying to get through the day at Dragon. I hear that. One, one uh, day at a time. But I'm really excited to be working with Air France on a project. Uh, I'm working on uh, iCarly just came out uh, yesterday, my episode on iCarly. Um, so it's exciting. We're doing a lot of TV work. I'm working on music. I'm writing poetry. Um, and of course, looking as gorgeous as I can while I do it. Absolutely. Well, it is an honor getting to see you again. Thanks for chatting. Thank you for the uh, interview. I really appreciate it. Happy Drag Con. Thank you. here with the one the only sugarcane how are you i'm amazing it's so good to see you thank it's you it's so being good here. to see you how is it being in at dragon now that the world amazing um i just we've been locked up for these yeah. two years and now to see everyone to see the queens and meet the queens the new girls um and see the fans it's just it's a dream I'm absolutely is there anyone you got to meet that was super exciting um envy peru i love her Stunning. I'm, I'm just like completely and she's wearing the dress enamored. she looks gorgeous I mean, I mean, she does not need a filter. No. What you see is legit real. Mm -hmm. I mean, and she's just the sweetest. So I was like, I mean, she's a Latina. So Absolutely. You know, I love her so much. Now you are one of the success stories coming out of New York. What is it like representing New York from the franchise? Um, I mean, New York is one of the best cities uh, for drag, one of the best cities in the world. And to be known as a New York City queen for me um, is incredible. I, I, I mean, I grew up admiring like, um, those old ladies like Lady Bunny, mm -hmm. you know, misunderstood, and um, everyone, Sherry, Sherry uh, Vine. So, like, it's it's an honor to be a part of that whole um, New York Queen scene. What is the best advice you could give for someone who wants to be a drag artist? Um, I would say if you want to be a drag artist, go out and support your local drag. Go out and see all the girls. Watch as many shows as you can. You learn so much. Be friends with them. Um, it's a community. It's a sisterhood. And yep. that's like the only way that um, you could be successful is by supporting each other. And Absolutely. Just, and learning I mean, I used to go to your shows at Pieces. Yes, at Pieces. When Jan and I started yep. back in the day, it was yep. amazing. I miss those days. We would yep. go for hours and like our lashes would be falling off. We'd be like sweating our makeup off, but it was like the best time. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing like it. So what's next for Sugar? Um, there's so much coming down. I have a, I'm, uh, I did, I have a role in a feature film coming out on Netflix and then later this year. My first co-star role in like um, another Netflix uh, TV series. I have like, I just, I'm working on these really exciting products that you know I can't talk about. Of course, of course, um, of course. You know, but it's so exciting. It's super, super fun. So it's a, it's drag, but then there's stuff that's not in drag, and so. I'm just trying to keep everything moving and alive and it's amazing. Uh, still be out there. So. Well, congratulations on all Thank the success you. and it's great seeing you Thank again. Thank you for stopping by. It's of so good course. to see you. Have fun, kids. Some call her basic. I call her freaking hilarious. It's Tia Coffee. How, How are you? I'm good. So I wanted to come to see you before Eurovision ended because I want your prediction. Who is going to win? 
Now, I literally have no idea this year because my favourites got knocked out in the semi-final. Who was it? At Austria. Let me be a halo, yep. halo. Yep, yep. Um, and then also Ireland. That's rich. Right. Both knocked out. So I've got no idea. I think the UK have actually got a really good chance. I do year. too. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say Ukraine because it's a good song. And also, listen, they're having a difficult time. If we can be kind in any way, then I will be sending my vote to the Ukraine because it is well deserved. I, I, in my preview podcast, I said Spain. I was very excited for Spain. Um, but what is it about Eurovision that you love? Listen, it's just the campery of it all. I think when I was growing up, there wasn't anything that I sort of like could connect with that sort of like felt like it was me. Like I was very much like a theater kid, loved musical theater, was very calm and very sort of like queer without realizing it really. Um, and so watching Eurovision, it was like full theatrics, like amazing staging, like all these costumes and lights and people singing and performing and representing their country. And anytime you see people representing their country, it's something boring like soccer. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I want to represent the UK by singing my tits off wearing a sequin gown. Now you obviously got to compete in your own version of Eurovision with Eurovision. Interview ended at <laughs> 1.30 p.m. Well, so what was it like at least writing lyrics? Would you ever want to compete for the UK? Absolutely. I mean, I think if you watch back Eurovision, was I in the bottom two? Yes. Was it for the ice cream cone outfit? Yes. Were my lyrics objectively the best of both songs? I'm going to say yes. They're very good. Because listen, you all think the Bimini's was the best, but the bitch was writing about lentils. Think about that. I agree. <laughs> I think I had the best verse personally, but I am biased because I am me. Um, yeah, no, I love writing lyrics. I have a good time. I, wrote, I even wrote songs before I sort of like was on mm -hmm. Drag Race because I released my own music, but right. I even wrote uh, something Wong song that she released and everything. So I just love it. It's like yeah. super fun. I think a drag queen for the UK for Eurovision, it, 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 it needs to happen. Listen, it should. I agree. Are you listening, BBC? Probably not. You're busy. Now, the other big news that came out of the UK recently, I'm a newly converted Whovian. We have our 14th doctor. We do. Are you excited? Yes, absolutely. So excited. Um, I think it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I think obviously some people are nervous because he's in sex education and Eric is not really the doctor. Right. But it's called acting. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yes. It is true. We'll be playing a different character. So I think I'm just like so excited. Um, and just to have someone like a queer POC playing my favorite character ever on television is kind of groundbreaking and like very emotional. Like when I found out I cried. Yeah. And when my boyfriend found out, he texted me and was like, ah, I'm going to wait and see it. But he's white, he doesn't get it. Um, he's over there, folding things. Good, keep working. <laughs> this is reclamation. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really, really excited. And they haven't announced the companion, so I'm waiting for my Are phone you, call to audition. I think it would be amazing if you're the companion. Right? Or you, how about, okay, you and River. River Medway? Mm -hmm. Together. Nah. No, just you. No, cast someone from a season people actually watched. Just me, thank you. <laughs> Do you Sorry, Crystal Versace, wherever you are. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Doctor Who? Uh, my favorite is Matt Smith. He's great. But after the last season, I like Ruth, the fugitive Doctor, mm -hmm. who was played by Joe Martin, who's only in like two episodes. Yes. But like she's calm and she's kind of giving with like this gorgeous shirt and like costume is everything my yeah yeah matt smith yeah well it is so incredible getting to chat with you are there any future projects you're allowed to share 
Um, oh, any future ones? I've got a new EP coming out. Amazing. That I can share. Um, just lots of like, I, see, I don't know how much you see in the US because like, there's lots of sort of like TV stuff and things that we do in the UK that I'm guessing you can't watch. Um, so I won't bother telling you about it. If you're in the UK, watch me on the telly. If you're not, have a nice life. Well, thank you <laughs> so much for chatting. No, thank you for having me. Would you like a spot of tea? Yes, please. Well, it's empty. <laughs> it's all an illusion. <laughs>I am here with Paige with Raven. Winner! Crimson, how are you? Hello, hello, good, how are you? I'm doing all right. How's DragCon working out for you so far? It's AC. I know, I'm in this big regalia and I'm sweating the house down boots. What's going on with that? And who made this? I made know. it myself. It's of gorgeous. Course. It's Thank stunning. You. <laughs> um, you are selling some amazing goods. What are you selling? Yes, so at my booth, I am selling some of my custom collars that I create. I only brought collars because um, I didn't want to pay for an extra suitcase. Yep. <laughs> but I make custom harnesses, so I'm previewing my Etsy shop and stuff like that. And then, of course, the uh, merch with my Pokemon trading cards. I do like a drag Pokemon kind of mm -hmm. vibe. And then I've got my t-shirts. Amazing. Okay, who's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon? Well, actually, my friend is doing Mega Ampharos, which is one of my favorite Pokemons, which is so ironic because we didn't know they were both our favorite Pokemon. Um, I love Flappy and Ampharos are like my favorite. Little plushy, like thunderous little powerhouses. <laughs> so what has the response been for, since coming off as the winner of Fates with Raven? It's been fabulous. I didn't realize how many people actually watched the show. And um, I'm very, everyone like is ready for season two because season two is coming out at the end of the year, I believe. Um, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I hope they add more tutorial-based stuff in there. Be like, oh, this is how you apply eyeliner to the technique, so then when people watch it, they can like learn from it, yeah. right? Doesn't that sound good? Absolutely. I definitely think that should happen. What advice would you have for someone who wants to be on the show in the future? I would say, um, when you audition, do some crazy looks beforehand and use them in your audition. Because they give you a prompt for the audition, but if you have a lot of old stuff, you can bring that into your audition right. and kind of spice it up and make it a little fluffier and meatier. Amazing. Than yeah. Now you are talking all these food things. I haven't eaten. Today. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Now you're a queen of the DMV. How would you describe DMV drag? DMV drag is getting itself together. We are working on it. It has its ups and downs. The pandemic crashed it real bad with all that online video stuff. Mm -hmm. But we are building it back up because we lost. I think we lost like three of our hugest venues right. for drag. Um, and we are finally, I think at the end of the year, we are rebuilding some of them and they're gonna finally open again. So we are ready to bounce back from this pandemic and really make DC like a drag name city. Yeah. yeah. Now what I love on social media is when you and Cake decide to share announcements for announcements and fake drama. <laughs> what is the story behind it? Yes, okay, so we always have a craft night mm -hmm. in uh, my basement. And uh, we had like finished all our crafts about 12:30 midnight, um, and we were all like tired, dead on my couch. And we were scrolling through Facebook and stuff like that, and I just got bored, so I just typed out something stupid. I was like, "Yeah, girl, that girly really did it. She pissed me off. Yes, mama, like that stupid drama on Facebook, right?" And it wasn't about anybody. So I got like 70 comments being like, "Yeah, take the trash out." from people who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and so we decided to turn it into like this whole thing and um, kind of show people that 
Facebook and social media can be so stupid sometimes. Yep. So then we just turned it into a promo for our shows. And um, I tuned into the live. Did you really? I did, of oh course. Oh my gosh. Well, we might have more things planned out, so stay tuned. I love it. <laughs> well, where can everyone find you on social media and your Etsy shop? Yeah, so you can find me if you type in Crimson on anything, I will show up. So it is C R I M S Y N. So it's spelled a little different weird. But if you type me in on Etsy, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Venmo, Cash App, anything, I should be the first thing that pops up. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for chatting with me. Straight from Canada's Drag Race Season 2, it's OC and Aqua Black. How are you? Hi, everybody. Welcome to LA. Have you been here before? No, let me tell you. I love it! Yeah, uh, this is my first time being in LA as an adult, so this is a, it's a cool city. It is. It's always sunny. The boys are fucking sexy. I'm living my best life. Well, speaking of sexy boys, you have some sexy boys with you. Yes! Oh my god, I have some sexy boys from uh, cockyboys.com. If you don't jerk off enough, you don't know them, but let me tell you, they are the moment! Yes, they're all very, very beautiful. So, what has been the best experience so far at DragCon? Uh, I guess my, the best experience at DragCon is like meeting people. Like, I'm a person who talks a lot, I love to talk, and like, being able to connect with people is like incredible. Uh, with the pandemic that we had, we, we, were, we were doing basically nothing. So the madness is here, and we're all great and happy to connect again. And you're here with some of your season two sisters? Yes, totally. It's so good to see my sisters. I didn't get to see your panel, but I heard there may have been a little drama. Well, there was a little drama, but what's Drag Race without drama? Exactly. Like, really? <laughs> now, it was so fun to watch you on the show, though cut short. What was it like to be able to be in that pressure cooker known as Drag Race? Um, drag Race, for me, I will say that it's harder than what we see in TV, but it's so rewarding. I've learned so much about myself, about my art, and... Um, well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, speaking of your art, I think one of the cool things we as viewers got to see is how you paint your face. Yes, exactly. It's absolutely the truth. I don't see anything. Like, of course, I see you now because we're close. Right. But um, it's just that uh, I've always been blind, like, for all my life. So I've adapted my vision to what I feel my face, my bones, and I know where to put the makeup. Like, I'm not going to have an eye on the nose. Don't worry. <laughs> but... <laughs> I do the best I can with my condition because I love drag and then that's what I want to do. Now we're at your booth. We have a music video of yours playing. Yes. Is there going to be more music from OCN? Totally. Uh, my last single was Cream Pie. It's been out since February 18. And I'm debuting my second single, which is going to be called Reddit. And it's going to be available in June. Amazing. Yes. Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's been a pleasure. Columbia is in the house. It is the one and only Adriana. How are you? Hola. I'm doing. This is out of this world. I'm yeah. So good. How are you? See, meeting you is one of the bucket lists for this drag con this Aww. year. Um, I have to give a shout out right now to a good friend of mine, Amanda Massacre. Uh, she is a Colombian queen and adores you. I think that I've seen, I've seen her on Instagram. Absolutely. Hi, Amanda. I'm gonna be getting you a present. Don't you worry. Okay. 
Um, how has DragCon been so far? Yes, it's out of this world. Like seeing DragCon on TV, and I would have never imagined being here. I was just like performing. When I started, I was like, I'm just gonna do this for a year. And now being here in DragCon with next to all these huge stars, it's out of my mind. I would have never imagined. Who is the biggest per like inspiration you've gotten to meet while you've been here? So I met her. Mm-hmm. Such a beast, literally. Yeah. She gets shit done. She can do anything. She's a pop star. Yeah. I don't even I don't even consider her anymore like in the drag world. She's like out of, out there. She's doing yeah. everything. Absolutely. Yeah, she's incredible. So Canada's drag race season two. You had an incredible run. Some would say cut a little short. that I made that episode was the only one that she would wear. So I was like, oh, good, I'm going to be safe. Oh, bye. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's a TV show and yeah. it has opened a lot of doors and it's just the beginning. Yeah, well, speaking of your runways, you had some of the best on the season. In my opinion, some of the best of the entire year of 2021. Um, your Let Them Eat Cake look was magnificent. Um, one thing that I love is that you work on these looks with your partner. Yes, we do. Actually, he does a lot more than I do. We think about the whole concept and everything, but he's like, okay, let's put this, 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 this. He is the most artistic person that I've met. Literally, he can do anything. I'm just like a Barbie doll, but I do my stuff too. But he is just next level, and I'm so proud to call him my partner. And you look incredible right now. Who are you wearing? I am wearing Luke Couture from Montreal. He is an amazing designer. Um, we work so well. We work so well together. He made my snake look from episode two, and he made this one too. The Latina vibe, like Marge Simpson, but Latina. The vibe. What is it like being a Latina queen in Canada? So I haven't met a lot of. Incredible. What is up next for Adriana? Well, I'm having some voice lessons. Ooh. Yes, because I used to sing when I was little, but you know, voice changes. So I'm getting into that again. We're having the Canadian tour, organizing another tour in this, this fall that I'm not allowed to talk about. That's fair. But I want to go everywhere. I want to go to South America. I want to go to Africa. I want to. I can't wait. It is an honor getting to chat with you. Thanks for chatting. Oh, it's gorgeous. Honestly, it's probably one of my favorites in the Thank entire you. drag car. You. 
I am with the iconic Angina. How are you? I'm Good. Uh, a little tired because I was at your show last night. Yes, you're welcome. It was so fun. <laughs> it really was fun. It was very stressful from like my end of point of view. I don't know if you saw me running around in my little blazer and my mm -hmm. clipboard. I was very manager. I loved it. Very manager, but it happens. It worked out and it was fabulous. It was a beautifully diverse cast from all over the franchise. Absolutely, and I invited my uh, children from LA, the LA local scene, and we are we just had such a good time. Now, obviously, a day removed. You're gonna do it again next year? Uh, probably not. I don't know. A different version. I think like a different version in a smaller capacity, in like not a theater setting. Plus, like everybody kind of wanted to be able to like sit down and relax and stuff. So I think that was like my first like top of my note to do for if I'm doing it next year. It was a great party. I had a great time. Well, so thank you. Thank I, you I worry about us. I worry about everybody's drunken being, and I was worried about everybody's uh, uh, health from not being able to sit. So. Dragon is back after yes. a little hiatus. What is it like being able to see the fans again? It's really incredible. Obviously, there's always like in the back of your mind that you're living in COVID, so you have to like be careful. But at the same time, I've missed these people so much. Dragon has always been so incredibly amazing for me. The fans are always so incredibly generous and so lovely. And so not having it for like three years, two years, is definitely like yep. coming back was like, yes, let's go, big bang. And since the last one, we've added a couple new franchises to the family. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to stop, obviously. It's just going to keep going, going, going. So please don't forget about me. <laughs> no one's ever going to be able to forget about I you. I mean, if they do, they're fuckers. <laughs> no, I, honestly, if there's like a Mount Rushmore of drag race. Would I be on there? I think you would be. You're so sweet. You would be. Thank you. You really shaped the franchise. Thank you. I'll be someone's boob, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, I, this is the first time I've been to L.A. as an adult. Okay. Before I leave, what do I need to do? Um, what do you need to do as an adult? in LA maybe like get so drunk in the WeHo bar scene you pass okay. out on the sidewalk and like the judgy WeHo gays laugh at you okay alright alright <laughs> if, if Liam is taking me around it's definitely a possibility it's definitely, I've seen his Twitter it's definitely possible <laughs> <laughs> alright that, that sounds like fun any new projects you're able to share with the audience? Um, I am um, what other people will say booked and blessed, but I am actually hired and tired. And so I'm traveling all over the world. I can actually say the world because I have different destinations in the next couple of months that I'm doing. But those are like my major focuses right now is really just like trying to fill up the bank account to pay my debt and buy a house. So that's a big goal. But at this taste. I love you. Sorry, I'm gonna say hi to Pete. Do your thing, I'm gonna give you a hug. I love you. We'll man. chat tomorrow, Tace. You come, bitch, I'll be back. Sorry, the ever so gorgeous Tace just interrupted us, and what an interruption it was. Absolutely. <laughs> we love her. I love her so much. She's also like such a great, like, hard person and everything. So, yeah. Um, other than that, if you are needing to know where your angina is, follow me on social. It's all of the above, O N G I N A. Amazing. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. Bye, fuckers. I am here with Drag Race Holland star. Love my sissy. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much. I, I am so excited to speak here. And it was emotional. Oh, wow. It was a really beautiful panel from the five of you. Yes. 
I have been covering all of the international seasons, and I have to say the artistry that has come out of Holland, unbound. It's incredible. I don't know how to answer that, but thank you. <laughs> now, you, you have some experience uh, in New York. Yes, yes. What is the biggest difference between performing in New York and in Holland? Um, yeah, performing in New York and performing in Holland is it has to do with the audience. Because again, I talked about the history. Yeah. And um, I think that just in, in, in New York, you just have a longer history with, with protests, with, 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 with drag, with music, and it's just it just has a more vibrant. And in Holland, it's a, it's a, it's actually it comes from drag race. So whatever's on drag race is now in Holland. So yeah. it's a very new form of the art, but it's, it's which is also good because it leaves a lot of room for interpretation and growth. What brought you to Holland? A musical. I went to Holland with Hair the Musical. Mm -hmm. And I was playing HUD and I met my ex and and the rest is history. <laughs> Hair is one of my absolute favorite musicals. <laughs> so, Vivacious. Uh, you have ties to Vivacious. Yes, yes. Vivacious. Vivacious helped me when I was, I think, 16, 17 at Club USA and Limelight, mm -hmm. when that used to still be happening. And, um, um, and they put me in drag for the first time. And Vivacious always supported me and always protected me in the club scene. I always told people, get off him, don't touch him. He's off limit, <laughs> which is great. Now, obviously, going through some family problems during the taping, what was the experience like for you? Because we could, we could see on camera, and we all wanted to just give you a big hug. Yes, yes. <laughs> It was um, it was it was the best the best experience and the worst time. Absolutely. And it was so hard for me to really enjoy it and to feel uh, lucky to have that position and all the same, at the same time not lucky, which Absolutely. was a very a very weird cross. Um, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah. One door closed, another one opens. So that's you know. Yeah, and your cast um, so incredible. Yes. Um, do you all keep in touch? Yes, we try to keep in touch. Really, we try. Amsterdam is pretty small, mm -hmm. so we do see each other. And um, and everybody, you know, that's the difference with, with Holland, is that the drag scene, a lot of people have other jobs. Yeah. So there's very few of us who, are, who do drag full time. It's probably um, me, Vanessa, um, Keta, and Uni. I um, have had uh, another New York transplant, uh, Skylar Versailles, on the show yes. many times yes. to recap. Yes. Um, she's wonderful yes. and spoke very highly yes. of I you. Um, so if I went to the Netherlands, what are the things that I must go see? Well, you must go to the reg regular Dwarf Street, which I, it's hard to say, but I always say the regular Dwarf Street. And that's how you could pronounce it. All right. Um, the regular Dwarf Street, and that's the Gay Street, which has all the bars in it, which has a taboo, which has bar blend, bar blend extra, and all these bars really host the drag queen. So it's really nice to see everybody working in the same bar. So in one small little street, you will have three bars with drag queens performing. Yeah. Which is amazing. Everybody sits outside, inside, and it's just really vibrant. Amazing. Well, I gotta ask one last question about the the infamous lip sync. I was screaming at my screen, take the mask off! But it was also, in terms of camp, hilarious for what the song was and to see what the two of you were wearing! Yes, yes, I thought that would be impossible for me to take the mask off because it's out of character. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm the gremlin, so right. I'm not 
my CC played the Gremlin. I'm the Gremlin. So right. there was no mask for me. And, and it's Celine Dion. Yeah, it's Celine Dion. And there was a lot of comedy in it. And, yeah. was a lot, and even the vibratos, I had I took my tongue out and I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> doing the vibratos. There was a lot of pieces that you could did not see. Because, yeah, I mean, it would have been too way too funny. But it was <laughs> extremely funny. Um, and one thing that you didn't see, which is a fun fact that nobody knows outside of the show, um, right after the lip sync, you know, when we all sit together, they asked who needs to go and um, who should go home. And you know, everybody said, love my CC. And as being a character, I told everybody, I love you, because that's what the yeah. character always says. So every time somebody says, I love my CC, I said, I love you, I love you, I love you. It was hilarious. <laughs> and they did not put that, of course. Well, what you said in the panel, I think, really resonated about how you have taken Masisi back and when people search for it they find you first yes I think that's so incredibly inspiring and you are inspiring to a lot of people so don't give up on the stream you are incredible thank, thank you, you so much for chatting with me thank you you're welcome and that was our journey through day two of DragCon LA 2022 be sure to follow along for the next part or go back and listen to part one. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit daftboy.com and use Block Talk 15 for 15% off your purchase. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.